Welcome to What They Never Told Us, the podcast where we explore our own personal journeys in the hopes to give you some insight into your own narrative. I'm your host, Sasha, licensed mental health counselor. And I'm your host, Crystal, licensed social worker. Yes, we are mental health professionals. However, we are not experts on anyone else but ourselves. You are the only expert on you. The information shared or discussed on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to the final episode of 2021. It is the end of the yes. year. So exciting. This is when you cue in like the party sounds, the noisemakers, the cheering, right, like, the fireworks. Yes, it's the party. We're going to get some balloons. For real. Or just like a celebration, like toast dinner. I don't freaking know. We definitely have to do something. Um, But yes, it is the last episode of the year. It's kind of crazy. It's been a year of this. It, I don't know. It just feels surreal. I just feel like this time of year always makes you kind of like, obviously makes you reflect. But sometimes you, you, when you start to really think of, like, everything that's happened within the year, you're like, oh, my God, I feel like I lived seven lifetimes in one year. Like, just so many things have happened, especially with the podcast. And let's not forget the fact that we've been living through a pandemic. That's why we even got the chance to start this podcast, because we have, we were home. And we were like, all right, what are we going to do? Uh, no, that's not how it started. But I really do think that, like the pandemic just makes it feel like yo i've lived five years in these mm-hmm. last two years it's so wild what a interesting time to be alive yeah no i feel like every kind of like stage that i've gone through since the pandemic feels like a new year because there was yeah. like panic and uncertainty right and that lasted a few months and then there was like are we going back to normal can i go outside and you know, like just every, like everything, like then it was like starting the podcast. Then it was like, you know, 2021 is going to start and it's going to be different. We're going to do better. And then 2021 started and it was definitely different, but it was not better. <laughs> uh-huh. We got a slow start to 2021. Yeah. Oh, but 2021, 2021 so many remember, remember we started with the insurrection. Literally, like the day after our podcast launched. Oh like, my oh, god, I forgot about that. Yo, that's so wild. So, just FYI, 2021, the year of 2021 in like numerology is like the year of five, and the mm-hmm. year of five was a year of changes. I think it was pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, I think I was, I had big, along with everyone else, very big hopes for. 2021 and I think it delivered I I realized now it delivered the first half of the year the second half of the year still felt very much like my old life um and I I guess I'll get into that a little later but we completely skipped our (laughs) check-in that's true so how you doing um feeling a little under the weather so if my voice sounds funky that's why it's not COVID I promise but every time (laughs) Um, I feel like you gotta give the disclaimer now. Like forever, it's like it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Like I'm fine. 
it's this time of the year that I usually get a viral like throat infection and there's really nothing that I can take I just kind of gotta be a big girl and uh suffer through it uh it's so funny though because I was talking to my therapist yesterday and I was like, oh, like, I'm doing fine. I just have this throat infection. She's like, yeah, I feel like I remember you got it last year. And it was right before Thanksgiving. And I told you that it wasn't a coincidence. She's like, so what's going on this time around that's stressing you out? And I was like, oh, it's this. Shit. And she was like, yeah, that's what it is. And I started to realize that there is a pattern around the time that I get this, like, infection. It's always, like, right before something that I'm dreading or I'm stressed about but I was like oh shit like there's patterns to like when I get sick and I I will say I'm also blessed I get sick like once maybe twice a year so I will say my immune system seems to be holding me down still very good but I think it's my body's way of saying like girl let's address this (laughs) but this is a stressful time of the year anyway right Mm -hmm. um I've been stressed. I have been stressed. A lot has been going on. Uh, my work is a lot. You'll see how much time we both put into this podcast, and that's a lot, right? Like, um, <laughs> and trying to maintain relationships outside. But then this morning, I woke up, and I was like, all right, Sasha, you have a choice. You have a choice to be stressed. And this doesn't happen every day, so as enlightened as this sounds, and as much as I want to be this person all the time, I'm not. I have a choice to hone in on the bad or hone in on the good, right? Like, so how many people can say you, I have a, that they have a podcast? How many people can say that they do it with their friend? How many people can say that they have loving people who want to see them? How many people can say that they have a job and that they're passionate and that they care and that's why they stress? So I'm like, okay, let's shift the perspective. Um, but that's how I woke up today. Just a little more like, all right, I have to start looking at the and even saying this i feel corny as fuck mm-hmm. it's so funny because i'm a therapist and i'd give people this advice but it's so interesting when it's put on you um but i really do have to start looking at the good that i have in my life because i think i've gotten used to looking at the bad which mm-hmm. makes everything bad right yeah no i mean i, I think it's a matter of exp- it almost reminds me of expressing gratitude like making sure that mm-hmm. you are still grateful for it the things that are good so your perspective of the world doesn't turn gray but um let's get you know, let's dive into this end of year recap because that's what we're doing today we're recapping the year and i want to start off with literally podcast like we're, we're gonna go into the stats okay because that's okay. where i want to start off so that we so that y'all can hear the work that has gone into this so I'll start off with the podcast in minutes and downloads, right? Like, what are the stats in terms of minutes and downloads? So, total episode minutes, we have 2,650 plus minutes of content. So, almost 2,700 minutes in content. So, if you were to, like, I think I, I didn't write this exact number down, but I think if you were to listen to... All of our uh, episodes back to back, you'd have almost two days worth of like holy shit content. Yeah, not that I would ever suggest that you listen to, <laughs> to us for two days straight, but no, no, no. But mind you, that's just the edited versions. Yeah, so imagine how much. Time oh, I have those we numbers have... too. Oh, you do. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay, uh, total downloads, we have 4,455. As of this recording, by the time that you hear this, there will be more 
downloads, obviously, but 4,455 downloads. That means our episodes were listened to that many times, which I think when I wrote that number down yesterday, I was like, oh shit, like those are legit numbers. Obviously, bigger podcasts have bigger numbers, but for our first year, um, to have mm-hmm. reached these milestones, um, because each episode on average is downloaded 73 times. So that means we have yep. 73 consistent. or so listeners. Yeah, listeners, consistent yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. average weekly downloads, on average, there's 119 episodes downloaded. And that varies because some people are behind, right? So like some people mm-hmm. discover our podcast like halfway through and then they go back and they kind of like listen and they catch up. Some people listen sporadically so I mean I think those are still pretty good numbers like I was actually very happy when I when I looked it up and I was like okay like we're doing the damn thing our most listened to episode is obviously how it all started which is the seven minute intro where I tell mm-hmm. Sasha that social workers are superior to licensed mental Yo, health counselors to bring that, up? <laughs> that is like I, after a year of working together one would think that the camaraderie would be uh, more in place, but I guess the fuck not. Uh, excuse me. Mental health counselors are amazing. We are more based in clinical work, and that's more relatable to the work we talk about, FYI. So if you want to get into social work and you want to talk about systems, I think that's a beautiful thing, but clinical work is is where it's at. <clears throat> yeah, well, we talk a lot about capitalism and all. So those are the systems. But anyways, you know what? We're not going to go down that route. Yeah, level, girl. Okay? And guess what? But it, that episode- and I'm a MHC. I'm not a LCSW. So <laughs> F out of here, please. I'm going to defend my clinic. Uh, she's spicy. Gonna defend this she's spicy. Look at, look at what Whoa. I've been dealing with, y'all. Dang. You, y'all are like, I'm still here. Look at the spice. <laughs> Yes, no, I agree. Uh, so we have 234 downloads for that episode, which makes sense. If you're coming to listen to our podcast, obviously you want to know how this all started. And then episode one is in second place with 195 downloads. Episode two is in third place. And then Confronting You, You, and You, which is Doing the Work Part One, hey. is in third place. Uh, the first gen episode and Confronting You, You, and You were some of my favorites. So I'm glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Those are, are being listened to the most. So what were some of your favorite episodes? I mentioned First Gen. I mentioned Confronting you, you, You and You. I actually think that one of the episodes that I really, really enjoyed doing was on Privilege. Uh, we did it for Black History mm-hmm. Month um, yeah. because I don't think enough people really look at their privilege. I think that that's something people should go back to. I love the ones where we're talking about Confronting You, um, Doing the Work. Again, part two. Uh, that's now it's confronting you again. Um, I love the ones where we get into like hot topics of like online dating and um, can when it, can men and women be friends? Because I think that those are the things that made me think out of the box the most. But I would say that one of my favorite episodes still to this day is for the fatherless, and I, yeah. and maybe that's personal because that's when I started recognizing like I have a lot of work to do with my dad. Yeah, no, that one, that one was definitely in my top, top ones. I would say taking up space was a, a fave only because I, f- I, I don't think about taking up space. Like I, I understood it as a concept. I never really had thought about it. And I think that in writing the notes for that episode, I'm like, oh, like this is how I can take up space. And I think that you've done a really good job, Sasha, of reminding me about taking up space. So I think it's just a good practice to 
just think about your own healing in those terms um because I think a lot mm-hmm. falls under that umbrella and I think I just surprised myself that I knew more about it because I was like convinced I didn't know anything and then some of my other favorites are like what's your attachment style the basic of boundaries for the fatherless is definitely um one that's up there and then I think um I I I was trying to narrow down the guest episodes but I really love our guest episodes I like having other people on I love listening to their stories um my friend Josephina came on our good friend Matthew came on um, and I feel like I learned so much about them and their stories were so like interesting and there were so many good takeaways. Uh, So those were some of my faves for sure. So I was thinking about the guests that we had on our podcast and yo, it was so interesting to me because even though a lot of the guests we already knew, once they got on this platform, it's almost as if I got to learn something different about them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, we know some dope ass people. Uh, exactly. Like Matthew showed themselves in like a completely different light. Ramon, shout out to Ramon. Mm-hmm. Right? Ramon, yeah. Like he impressed the hell out of me. And even though I knew he was smart, it was just his answers that he was giving. Um, You know, when we did the father's episode, like we invited fathers that we already knew. Right. So it was it was so interesting to to just see different sides of them because like for like for some reason we don't have these conversations every day with them on a normal basis so Mm -hmm. I think the podcast was a way to get to know people and be closer to them which I I love yeah shout out to Ramon because that episode changed his life you're welcome um apps yo we take (laughs) fucking credit for that change in his life you are welcome and to think that he was so nervous he didn't even want to come on but you're welcome definitely for the good dads which was the follow-up episode to the fatherless kind of where we wanted to you know bring a little bit of a different perspective uh I still think about Greg's quote to this day about um how his children don't owe him anything Mm. um so uh definitely shout out to that but yeah we've had some like Marcus uh, Marvin just some really yes. great guests it was nice to see Absolutely. other sides and I feel like a lot of the guests that came on were like listeners of the podcast so it felt like they were like oh I know I know about the check-in mm-hmm. I know like what's gonna mm-hmm. happen here so it was cool and it was so cute when they pointed out doing the work right like that's our yes. catchphrase at this yeah. point like if y'all didn't know doing the work is our catchphrase go yes. go do something now like when, yes, when we Yes, when we go on these are the marrow and these is ask us what our neon sign says is going to be doing the work. I'm manifesting that. So we've talked a lot about the finished product. Yes, but it takes effort to get to this finished product. So I would like to talk about how many hours, and these are underestimates because these are average. Absolutely. So these are definitely not even like legit close to what we actually spend on it but so recording so it takes about an hour and a half per episode and we're being kind with that that, yeah sometimes it takes longer um because we gotta make sure our audio sounds good sometimes Mm -hmm. Sasha and I gotta like you know just check in and kind of ground ourselves or we gotta like talk about the episode sometimes we're nervous about the topic so sometimes we gotta talk about our relationship too Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes like, it's, yeah. this is how I'm feeling about you right now. <laughs> this is why I can't record this fucking episode because I don't like you right now. 
There was no, but it's it, it, on. <laughs> uh, or the times that we started an episode and we're like, no, like Mm-mm. this is not. We all we already know this is gonna sound terrible. We can't put this out there. Scratch it. Yeah. We'll start again, and then we just have to yep. start the process all over again. Um, so this is an underestimate. Uh, but if if we're just going off the hour and a half, that's average. Recording alone has taken 4,680 minutes of recording time. And we meet for, I would say, on average, once a week to talk about what we're going to do for the podcast. And I would say on average, that takes about two hours. What would you say? I would say, so funny because I, between writing notes and prep time, I gave us about two hours each. So we're talking about 210 hours of prep time. And I will say it Girl. takes me a lot longer to write notes. What? That's a no, I think that is so off. No, it, is, that, a, it yeah. is an underestimate. Hold on, let me so do it again. It's in, so it's interesting. How long so does I'm, it take you? Two hours? To prep time, like, a separate from us meeting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, girl, I would say every fucking day. You know why? Because I was thinking about this. And my, I do notes differently than you do. Like, I don't sit down mm-hmm. and actually write them. I'm thinking about it every single day because that's how my mind works. Like, I make a plan. Mm-hmm. I make a structure. I start to, like, get a feel for it because I'm all about, like, intuition and feeling it. I, I think about it all the time. I think about this podcast night and day. It's like a baby that I have to take care of. So even if I'm not literally putting time in to write the notes, like, the notes are happening in my head throughout whenever it gets yeah. a chance. Well, it takes me a while. I would say I'm I have to process information. So I have to sit and think about it. So I would say for me between meeting times, which is on average, we used to meet for a lot longer. Like the first mm-hmm. half of the year, we would meet for like two hours. I think after after the summer, we were like, psych, here's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have max. Like we just blow through through it now. So that's definitely a gross underestimate. But Sasha does also spend on average, and I think this is still like a low ball number, five hours a week editing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's 260 plus hours of editing for the year. Jesus. And that's still, I feel like, very gross underestimate of how long you spend. And then I spend, I mean, cruising. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> on social media content, at least 160 hours. That's me averaging three hours per week, sometimes five. Earlier in the episode, earlier in the podcast, it took me a lot longer. I think after a while, I kind of had my system down, so I mm. worked more efficiently. Um, but yeah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, I will say that earlier, editing took me way longer. And I also didn't do it as well. Like I, I got positive feedback from other people who listen and they were like, yeah, your content, um, the way you guys even show up, uh, guys as in us, the way y'all even show up, um, everything about it, it just sounds much more clean. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that's such a compliment because I think that now it shows that we are better at it. But like, that's why we're averaging this. But I really do think it took way longer because this was our mm-hmm. first time. Right. So we've had a lot of challenges within the podcast. Mm-hmm. There was challenges in trying to figure out what our voice, I guess, as a podcast would be um, because... We have a united voice, but we also have our individual voices Mm -hmm. and how we show up um, separately from each other or how we want to be authentic regardless. So I would say that was one of my biggest challenges in trying to fit me and be authentically myself and kind of mesh that with your style because our styles are so 
different and I tend to be a little bit on more on the playful side in terms of like you know, when I speak, but also tend to be a little bit more like, I want to give you facts and education and actual information mm-hmm. and definition and tips. And like, I I feel like I go into teacher mode. So it was very mm-hmm. hard for me um, to learn to fit into a style that wasn't completely my own, but one where I also didn't lose myself. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, so for me, I started thinking a lot about purpose. And I will I I will give credit to this podcast for allowing me to hone in on it more this year. I don't think that if it wasn't for this platform and the way and what we decided to do, if I would really think about like what my purpose is, not just with the podcast, but like what I want to do in this world. So for me, mm-hmm. I think this is like a passion project that it's so worth it, even if it's a lot like going back to what Crystal was talking about, like understanding each other and doing that work. Um, A lot of people started podcasts during the pandemic. But what I like most about our podcast is that it's not just for the value of entertainment. Um, I Mm -hmm. think that Crystal and I, we really are aligned with the idea of giving back and helping people and making communities better. Um, That's always the goal, right? So I, I like entertainment, but I also feel like we live in a collective that's like stuck on escapism. And our podcast definitely isn't that. And I think that when you mix that with working with each other and how we have how we have to manage our purpose and align those visions together, yo, it's been hard. <laughs> but it's so worth it. Yeah. Hard to the point where there was there were times. And I mean you heard it in the, one of Web our episodes. Webturn repair, where we really like broke down kind of like what was going on between us and funny enough that was still only like the beginning of things like we we were we went into that episode like yeah we're gonna still have to work on things but things got I've, i to me significantly worse after that before it even got better and i and i mean that in a very authentic way like this is not like shade or or anything like that but i think it i the reason why i want to bring it up is because i think it speaks to obviously our process as two individuals but i think just the amount of work that it takes to be in healthy relationship with someone else because i will say for me the biggest challenge through all of that was i have and i said it in the episode a tendency to like rupture and run And I was like, I can't rupture and run. And I think for a long time I was questioning, like, is this worth me staying in? Because sometimes I get out of situations that are bad for me. Like, sometimes rupture and run works to my benefit, right? Because it's like, okay, like, some people are toxic. But I was like, well, I don't know that this is necessarily toxic. I think this is just not going very well right now. But having to decipher when those moments are was a challenge. And I think... Although so much of my past shit was coming up. Um, so having to kind of separate like, okay, this is past things and this is how it's showing up now. And how do I heal these past things to make it work for this current relationship? Or how do I explain to Sasha, like, this is what where I'm at. This is what I'm going through. It's not about you, but this is what's happening. And also being like, nah, girl, this is this is you. You just doing this is getting on my nerves. I don't like it. We need to <laughs> change this. And vice versa, too, right? Because I'm 
I'm difficult to work with in my own ways. I think on the flip side, like if you really think about working together, right? What we're talking about is like the emotional energy that we're expending. Aside from the emotional energy that we're expending in revealing ourselves on this podcast, because there's some like residual shit that comes up when I'm normal. Like, because my goal in revealing my shit isn't just to, because I have a journal, everybody. This is not to journal. This is to normalize (laughs) things for you, right? Because I I know that that's what I wish I was told that, yo, this feeling is fucking normal. And that's why Mm -hmm. I do it. I do it for a large, and I know Crystal does it for a larger purpose as well. But when we go back to the emotional piece with Crystal and I, like, first of all, it's not easy doing this with someone who was your friend. And then Mm -hmm. you don't want to destroy that identity between you two. Mm -hmm. And then when you think about working together and figuring out your own shit and how do I manage this, girl, I had to hold a lot of space for you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that and that's okay, right? Like, but that also is like a push me because that fed into my shit of like, how can I do this without feeling like I gotta go? Because it kind of felt like someone wasn't appreciating me just even holding spaces. And I, I think that that was like a pattern, like you said, past shit that mm-hmm. came up for me time and time again. So, and I will say this, we're now that we're over, I think that we understand it a little differently. In getting through this process, the blurred lines of the friendship and the worker and this and that and the passion project, because we're not getting paid for this, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Um I wish we had those stats. How much we getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like getting closer to Crystal and understanding her more is something that came up as a result, right? Like, mm-hmm. and also under, understanding myself a little bit more and accepting that. So accepting other people and accepting where I'm at as well. Like, these are my lines. I'm not going, kind of like to Crystal's mm-hmm. point, like, nah, girl, it's you. And then I also have times I'm like, no, this is my line. That's it. I want to be understood. Mm-hmm. And, I also think that that helps us outside of this, right? It's, it's funny enough, very therapeutic for the both of us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, definitely very therapeutic, definitely learning. I think just the process of this podcast has changed my life in so many ways. Um, obviously, I've mentioned this before, you know, just kind of like the thought process of like creating this right? Like I'm processing information in different ways. I'm taking notes, I'm recording, I'm listening, right? So I'm processing information in multiple, through multiple avenues. Um, But I think too, like to your point, I really love that you brought that up about the emotional piece of putting yourself out there. Like a lot of these things, trust me, like sometimes when I'm out and people are like, oh yeah, and this, this, this about you, I look at them like, who the frick told you this about me like no one knows this and I'm like girl you said it on the podcast like (laughs) it's like oh okay oops um Mm -hmm. and it's not a bad thing obviously everything that's out there I've consented for it to be out there it's not um something that was like against my will but I think it also just kind of opened me up in ways that I was very private very closed off I think I'm still a little closed off I can't say that I'm fully open as a person but definitely opening me up in ways that I don't know if I would have been open otherwise so yeah I love that because I what I think that that speaks to is when you and I don't know if everybody has a chance to to do this in their lives Mm -hmm. but I, I I think that we have done work up until this point so what I mean by work is school work going to to get your master's working every day 
working on our relationship. Like that's also work. And I don't think people Mm -hmm. take that into consideration. That's also privilege because you and I, even though we're not quote unquote, the what normal privilege looks like, we do have privilege. Like I had the privilege of going to school. And so did you, right? Like that's so, but all those things, once they add up and you have the opportunity to pursue something that you have passion for and you're purpose driven in, when you choose that lifestyle, it's almost as if you keep finding rewards in it, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop Um, because this has taught uh, like me so much and I'm hearing that it's taught you so much, not just about yourself, but about myself in relation to the world. Um, I I think I found my voice and I'm more Mm. okay with it. Uh, because mm-hmm. sometimes my voice is hella harsh for other people to hear. But at this point, I'm like, no, y'all got to hear it. And I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, y'all y'all hear all the time she comes for me. I'm like, girl, we recording. Like, we couldn't wait <laughs> until after to be putting me on blast. Damn. Uh, putting me on front street. Uh, with that said, I do also want to talk about some of our accomplishments. Obviously, I think as we grow, there's going to be much bigger accomplishments, but I do want to express gratitude and shift the perspective like Sasha did in her check-in to talk about um, even just the small, what are seemingly small wins to the outside world, possibly, mm-hmm. but were big wins uh, for us. So I know one of my, and it was, I don't know if this is an accomplishment as much as something that I'm proud of. Like we met some pretty dope people within the yeah. podcasting community. Um, Mozo being one of those people, um, aka Jose Cruz, who did an episode. Episode 28, Amplifying the Voices of Others. Because yes. guess what? That's exactly what he did with us. Exactly. And I think like we got to meet, and we met his wife too, who she's also great just meeting someone who is so genuine who Mm -hmm. has amplified us who has put us um in front of people uh who didn't know us um and literally for nothing in return like there there it's never uh something like a tit for tat type of thing um so i think we just like obviously met someone great within the podcasting community but just someone great to have in our lives period like yeah what how would he have met him otherwise Exactly. And I will always say this, like, I'll always, always, always give him credit for for introducing us to this world because it was Mm -hmm. really because of him. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, I also will say that the larger lesson, right, is that we met someone who's genuinely good and like meeting good people isn't easy. Mm -mm. And someone who supports and believes in your mission and is always there to support you. Yo, like that shows that there's proof that there are good people out there. So that's a big deal to me because... Like I said, I live in a world where I hone in on the negatives and it's real mm-hmm. hard to open up to people, especially because we know what a lot of people give. So it's like, OK, like to meet him was it was life changing in different ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, yeah. And then from there, we got to meet some other dope folks um, like uh, Rick and BX Craze from mm-hmm. the Rick H show, Ellie Jazz, who yeah. is like singing and podcasting like girl she's like this little thing she's so cute <laughs> adorable adorable <laughs> and she's literally and she's spiritual down to earth yes yes like some really really cool people um we also met um pavel who uh, did our men, first Men in Therapy episode, which kind of like launched a series. And he has his own platform on authenticity in the workplace. So just like 
really cool people. And I think um, we got to build great community in such a small amount of time. And I'll also say, because you, you mentioned Marvin Tolliver. Yes. So he he's really popular on Instagram. And Crystal and I didn't think that he would respond to us. Like, cause mm-hmm. we were like, he'd be so good on our, on our podcast. But, like, I think that Marvin, oh, and um, Fabio Peña from Peña Consulting. Yes, yes. What I learned from them was, like, yo, just fucking shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. Shoot your fucking shot. Because guess what? If they tell you no, who cares? They're going right. to go on with their day. You're going to go on with your day. But they could tell you yes. So that's worth it. Even speaking to him, it helped me solidify my purpose a little bit more. Um, because he's so dope and he's very popular and he has all this opportunity right now. And, and I know he's put the work in for it. But when I, when I was watching him and speaking to him, we had such a real conversation on that episode. And it helped me see that you could still be authentically you and still have your goals and still meet them and it doesn't have to look a certain way you just kind of have to keep pushing with authenticity and I think eventually it does pan out so we definitely wanted to break down the work that it takes to get into this but we're humans and we've spent this whole year letting y'all know about our lives (laughs) so I wanted to know um I guess reflecting back on this year Sasha what have you learned about yourself? What surprised you? Because um, you had a lot of big things happen this year, I th- I feel like. That's so funny. I'm like, I did? Uh, no, I did. Uh, I did, I did yeah, I did. you did. Yeah, I mean, I think that this year was, like I said, 2021 was a year of fucking change. And I, when I mean it was nonstop change, it's so crazy how I've evolved in literally a year. So, like, to this, almost to this date. That's when this whole process started. Like, mm-hmm. Crystal and I were already doing the podcast, but, like, I think um, Confronting You, You, and You was the episode that we recorded after I got broken up with. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> so it kind of feels like it, this whole year was, like, a transition and me figuring out who I am and then figuring out what healthy is. Um, me- not even meeting somebody, but noticing that somebody in my, per- like, my atmosphere was kind of just there all along um, and then dealing with that, which I did talk about in the therapy check-in. But for me, I think that this year with the podcast helped me recognize, like, so I'm all, I'm very thematic in regards to like what I learned, what I took from it. Right. Um, I think for the first time in my life, I was able to experience pride in myself and like, to even mm-hmm. say 52 episodes, like, yo, that's very creative, uh, consistent, it talks like it shows like a sense of accomplishment. Like I feel accomplished, not just with the episodes, but with um, what we're doing and the fact that we've always stuck to the purpose and that we got through everything that we just discussed. Like mm-hmm. to me, like I, I've never really owned that. And this is the first time I am owning it. And I also think that this year taught me to push my limits. Right. In every single way. But So what about you? Yeah. So I feel like when I look back at the year as a whole, I feel like my first half of the year on on a personal level was better than the second half of the year. Whereas with the podcast, I feel like the first half of the year was like, go, 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 exciting. And I think it was after that second mm-hmm. half, after like midsummer was when we had a lot of our challenges. And I think that as the year went on. So the last half, it was a little rough, kind of like with 
Sasha and I having our challenges and we grew a lot and it, it improved our relationship. But I think towards the, the second half of the year, on a personal level, was just difficult because I think I was experiencing burnout. I mm. I think like up until like July, beginning of July, mid-July, I think things were going a very specific way. And then I think the last half of the year really like when we talk about doing the work is hard the last half of the year was the embodiment of doing the work is hard for me. Because mm-hmm. when I think about it, I started to experience burnout at work. Midsummer was when I was trying to like find a job. And then I realized like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. My ego and my sense of self is attached to what I do for work. And the, you know, the last half of the summer didn't go as I had planned. And then I think like, the fall up until now, I was just in survival mode. I was just kind of going through the motions of life. Like I I need to do something different, um, which is why I am going to do something different. And for 2022, I mean, as of today, I'm technically unemployed. (laughs) Um, So I'm going into 2022, no job, Uh, somewhat of a plan. Um, I'm definitely going to take at least six months off maybe a little bit longer. We'll see how things pan out to just travel. Hopefully fingers crossed that those plans, um, cause I'm still finalizing them that they come through and, um, just take the time to rest, really reflect on what it is that I want to do, who I want to be, what's next, uh, for me and just recover from burnout. I had my session with my therapist yesterday and what we had discussed was I always tell her like I don't know how I got here and she's like where's here where are we like what what mm. stop on the one train is this because she knows I live on the one train line uh mm. and I was like here is unemployed here is afraid of the future because I don't know what's next for me and I was like I'm, and I'm burnt out and I'm unmotivated like this is this is where I'm at right now so like I don't know what the future holds and I think that there's a there's the part of me that made there's the version of me that made this decision that was like this is what's best for your mental health and I think there's the old version of me who I'm trying to kind of like break free from that's like you made a mistake you have no plan you don't deserve rest like you're you're dumb for making this decision like who do you think that you are like you have no idea what you're doing so I think I realized that in the last half of the year I think I was really in conflict with the person that I was versus the person that I want to be and I feel like the person that I was and still kind of am, I haven't broken completely free of that, is really fighting with the person that I want to be. I think like the first half of the year, it was really embracing the change. And I think like Mm -hmm. at some point the change became so big that it was like, hold up, like you're sprinting into this new era and we're not ready for that. Like come back. And then I'm like, no, I want to go forward. But then the other part of me is pushing me back. So I'm hoping that in the year 2022 that I will be able to resolve some of those conflicts and really like hone in on doing that work and also have some fun because I'm not going to have a job. So there we go. And relax because um, you deserve that. Right. I think we all do. What I keep hearing is um, a change is hard. Right. Like mm-hmm. these are things that, you know, um, I think it was Ellie who posted. It was Ellie who posted something on her Instagram 
was basically stated, if you were to get all the things that you say you want, if you were to get it tomorrow, would you be ready for it? Because the reality is that when it's in our mind, it's not our lived reality. When it becomes your lived reality, you have to do work, right? right? And that's why Crystal and I always say, do the work. It's not easy. It's manifesting, creating the change. Even if they're all good things, yo, you're going to have like a, it's going to be a bumpy ride because you have to unlearn certain behaviors and ideas of yourself. Like you talk about that voice that Crystal was referring to, the old her versus the new her and who she wants to be. Like that, that takes time letting go. And not mm-hmm. because she's not doing the work, but because it's so pervasive. Great. Like, yeah. And it's just there. And I think that these are the things that we were never told. So A, the fact that you're going out there and living the life that you want. I love it. Um, I fucking love it because that's exactly what I think that this podcast has helped me realize about myself too. But going back to you, B, I also think that you you need to recognize and just not just you, Crystal, but if anybody who's going through change, it's not going to be easy. Right. Like even if you want a million dollars tomorrow, that shit's hard because guess what? Now, everybody in your atmosphere is going to start treating you different because you got money. Right. And like those are (laughs) things you have to start thinking about. Like we idealize these certain and I'm not saying crystal, but like I think society wise, we idealize certain traits and certain lifestyles. And it's like, yo, but can you really handle it? And and the whole and that's fine if you want to do it. But do the work, do the work so that you can be a a person of substance, someone who really understands themselves and someone who can maneuver it with grace, right? And if and I say with grace, with compassion, with uh, knowing what you're doing, I'm not saying that you can't bust your ass because busting your ass is part of the process. You only learn when you bust your ass, right? So for me, that's what the podcast taught me. I think it this year, it's permeated, what it taught me permeated through like my job, my personal friendships, my thoughts, my feelings, like how I see myself. Like I want top notch in my life. I do. But that also means that in order to get top notch, I have to be the person that I say I want to be in the the life and, and the, the lifestyle I want to live. And that takes mad work. And I love the podcast for that because it's been holding me accountable to that. Because if I preach these philosophies, like doing the work, yo, I got to be about that life. And guess what? I am. Promise you. <laughs> no, for sure. Absolutely. As a witness, I can attest to it. As 2022 comes, do you have any wishes? Anything that you would like to manifest, to bring into to the new year? You know what I wish? You know, I, there's always the end goal, right? And the end goal is to profit off of the work we're doing. Mm-hmm. But in understanding that there's pieces and steps to the angle, I think that the next step would be for people to really start listening and for more people to want to listen. Because mm-hmm. I think that what we have to say is super valuable and and start gaining more traction that way. I think that that's my first wish. Yeah, I definitely share in that wish with you. I just want to be out there. I want more people listening. I want more people's lives to be influenced and affected by our work. And I say that because we have affected people. We have had people Mm -hmm. reach out and say, oh my gosh, like this episode lives rent free in my head because this explains exactly what I'm going through. And I, you know, I don't 
do these things and I need to think about this. And, you know, this is going to give me concrete language to go to a therapist with, right? So like it does influence other people. So of course, I definitely would like to make money because, you know, I'm about to be unemployed. Oh, I am unemployed. So of course, any income would be wonderful. Uh, But I really just want it to influence people. I really want to um, stick to the, be true to the mission of our podcast to like tell people what we were never told so that they don't have to experience it for themselves. Um, But with that said, we do have an announcement that we need to make for our listeners and is that there's going to be some changes coming into yeah. the next year. So I'm going to throw it to Sasha so that she can break the news. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we keep talking about doing the work, um, taking care of yourself, making sure you get what you need. And Crystal and I have done 52 episodes this year, which is something to be very proud of. And I'm super proud of us. Mm-hmm. But as you can tell from the way that she broke it down, um, a, you know, we're not getting money off of this. And B, it's taking up a lot of our time. So the podcast is not ending because it kind of sounded like it was. But we're going to be doing it a little less. Uh, so we're going to be recording every other week, uh, releasing episodes probably two to three times a month. Um, but also, I think that with that, we want to be a little more interactive with the people who follow us on social media, be able to have some space for ourselves. Um, I'm also looking to change the trajectory of my career and what that looks like right now. So I think the next year is, especially the first half, is going to be a lot of um, tying loose ends up and starting new projects. So I do need a little more time for that. Um, And also Crystal and I need a little more time to live. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also just be friends because I think the podcast kind of interrupted it's been hard, right? Like, it's not that it interrupted mm-hmm. it. It's just, it's been hard to manage the friend Crystal. And like, I want an opportunity for when she's not working to be like, oh, let's meet, let's do this or let's talk or, you know, whatever it is friends do without having to input the podcast. Absolutely. Yes. So that's what I said, taking our podcast to a bi-weekly Maybe we'll throw in some bonuses, um, but I do also want to say that we will be taking a break in January, so we won't. Um, you won't have any episodes coming up uh, after this one for a while, but that's that's okay. That just means you have time to go back, re-listen, and if you follow us on social media, we'll definitely give you some suggestions on which episode you can go back to. Um, you know, if you're trying to do the work. What are the best episodes to, to listen to to get that done? If you're, you know, trying to like listen to something a little lighter as we enter the new year, what are some of the fun episodes that you can uh, tune into that'll get you thinking and won't feel as heavy as some of our other episodes? But we do hope that you go back, re-listen, or if you haven't listened, go back and listen Um, as we take a little bit of a break, but definitely catch us on social media. You'll see a lot more of us on TikTok. You'll see a lot more of us on Instagram Live. We're looking forward to switch things up and just get a little bit more of our time back because we need it. Um, It was rough getting to the end of the year. We want to make sure that we as Sasha said, as we're building in the work that we just build it in a way that in a structure that's 
more sustainable for us in the long term. And we hope that you all respect that. Absolutely. And work that feels good for us. Because we we choose to give a lot of ourselves. Um, we know what that does, right? Like, like Crystal said, we've heard feedback and I love that. But I also want to honor myself and recognize that mm-hmm. just because we're in the industry of giving, we don't have to be martyrs either. And that's mm-hmm. for anybody who's also in this field, right? Like, I think that that's something that we we assume other people to to kind of have to own because, oh, that's their personality. And it's like, yeah, it'd be great if we lived in a different kind of society, but we don't, right? So, and I also want to point out that we're not being, I know that Crystal didn't give the date specifically, but we'll be back with new episodes February, the beginning of February, first Tuesday of February. I do want to say to our loyal listeners and anyone who's recapping, thank you so much for supporting us, um, not only supporting us, but finding value in this. Uh, the end goal really is to multiply and create a community of people who who have good intentions and then therefore can make those intentions into positive actions because um, we need that out here in this world. Absolutely. Woo. Preach. What a great way to end the episode. So definitely make sure to catch us on Instagram and on TikTok at Never Told Us Pod. We're definitely going to have some exciting things coming up in the new year. You don't want to miss it. Um, and if you want to share your end of year reflections, your favorite episodes, what you learned from us, um, or anything that you're hoping for in the new year, definitely email us at nevertoldthispod at gmail.com. And don't forget to come back next year. There's episodes. uh, And also recap on the ones you haven't seen so we can continue to tell you what they never told us.